When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Palmer Bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmer Bet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Well, the New Zealand team won a record eight gold medals at the Velodrome in the opening days of the Birmingham Commonwealth Games to set the whole campaign on fire. Three of those came from the incredible efforts of Liz Andrews uh, taking home gold in the women's individual sprint, the team sprint and the Kieran. Uh, winning three golds puts uh, Elise in a very exclusive club of uh, Kiwi athletes to win three in the same Commonwealth Games, featuring four others, including her teammate and compatriot Aaron Gate. Now on the line uh, we have one very proud father and former Olympic cyclist in his own right, John Andrews. John, uh, welcome to the show. Morning. Thank you, Smithy. Uh, well, we spoke to you, John, uh, after Tokyo, and you were pretty pumped there. Um, but the, the development uh, of your daughter since then um, to, to this point has been quite incredible. You must be just absolutely blowing out that chest, mate. Uh, definitely. Like just even, even listening to that introduction, Smithy, um, it gives me goosebumps. <laughs> I think it's quite an amazing, um, it's an amazing feat what she's achieved. And, and you're absolutely right. Like in, in Tokyo, she was a, a pretty green Sprinter, just a, such a raw talent, and um, and she's just blossomed over the last year and like in the last week even I, I think that she's just grown into another level. It's, it's just mind-boggling to watch and and just yeah, definitely so proud. Obviously, uh, you've been able to catch up with her uh, through the form of uh, communications we have these days. How do, how do you sense yep. uh, how do you sense she's taken to all this and handled it all? Uh, she she. Takes things in her in her stride really really well. She's a humble humble kid, um, you know, and that comes across in her, in her media stuff and you know her, you know, helping out her team uh, team specific teammates on that day one where she she jumped in and on the start line and even though she didn't ride, um, you know, she just rolled off the line really. But it, it just even that was a you know, an indication of her character and. Just what she's all about. She's a genuine kid, and um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, very genuine. It, it is very genuine, and, and for you and Angela, of course, it's been uh, absolutely um, outstanding uh, to watch. Um, yeah, John, of the three, of the three, uh, could you single out uh, one of those three gold medals in particular? W- were you expecting um, that at all? I mean, the Kieran uh, was her strength well, out of, after Tokyo. Kieran, the Kieran, of course, the silver and the Kieran in Tokyo. Uh, out, outside of that, yeah, every every medal was um, had its challenges. It definitely wasn't anything that was um, clear cut um, because when you look at the field, you had. Kelsey Mitchell from Canada, who is the Olympic sprint and current world sprint champion. So, 
Um, phenomenal athlete. Um, Janae, her Canadian teammate, was third in the queue and behind Elise at um, Tokyo. Um, and plus a stack of other talent from from other countries as well. Um, so we kind of, we kind of knew that they'd be in with a sniff with a team sprint if the girls could manage to put it together. But I kind of expected it would be a Canada New Zealand final, and I thought that if everything went our way, then um, the Kiwi girls could kind of prevail there. And um, and in the end, they won by 0.6 of a second, which is quite a bit. And um, in track cycling, <laughs> doesn't sound like much, but that's a, a, a fair chunk. So you know that was awesome. But you know we did we didn't really expect the least to, to win the, the sprint individual sprint final against Kelsey. Um, didn't think she had enough experience, but um, she just grew another leg. And <laughs> she she uh, you know went went places that we we thought she could go, and we've kind of predicted that she could go but didn't think she'd get there so soon mm. so uh, is this uh, I mean 22 years of age uh, John you know the old saying that the world's her oyster as such I mean for goodness sake I mean yeah. Uh, it, it is though, isn't it? I mean, um, the Olympics beckon next. There's world championships, etc., dotted around the place. Um, it, it just yeah. augurs so so good, so so well. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does. And um, like Elise, uh, after Tokyo, we kind of said to her that um, you know, kind of sat her down and said, you know, do you, do you realise or has it, has it occurred to you that if you're really enjoying your cycling and you know you, you love your sprint stuff, um, that you with the physical talents and the and the and the um, mental talents that she's got as well, that you could be like the dominant female sprinter in in the world, and um, and she's like, oh yeah, dad, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and pretty quickly moved on, and um, but I think that's sort of really where her thinking is starting to come around to now that she she actually believes that she can do it, and she's developing the skills to it. And the big part of that is that you've got um, Nick Fleischer now in um, in Cambridge running the sprint group, and um, you know Nick's a Kiwi that worked with the Aussies for ten years plus in different roles, and but he's just a fantastic person, um, super experienced sports scientist, and uh, and, a, and an awesome coach. Um, so you know, and he believes that I believe. The other, the other real ace in the ace in the pack there is that Nick's married to Anna Mears. And Anna Mears was a dominant Australian um, um, sprint cyclist, you know, multiple Olympic uh, champion, multiple, multiple world champion. Um, and so you've got Anna sort of now in Cambridge as a as a mentor as well. So I, I think the future for the entire women's sprint team and the younger men that are coming through. It's really bright and it's just super exciting. Um, I think they'll go a long way between all of them. Well, Aaron Gate doesn't actually fit into that last bracket, the younger men. I mean, uh, well, 31 <laughs> years of age, but uh, three from him. Um, just an outstanding uh, performance across the board. But I think it's fair to say, John, that cycling needed it. Yeah, it did. Um, you know, I've, I've mentioned it a couple of times, but you know, as a parent, you know, I've, I've worn multiple hats you know, as coach. I was national under 19 coach. I coach a, a lot of the kids that are actually in that Commonwealth Games team at the moment um, that came through a generation between 2015 and, and 2019. And um, interestingly enough, like we, we always, in the junior program, we focused on 
uh, values and and the kind of behaviours that come out of those values. And it was about developing good people that actually could ride their bikes, you know, <laughs> amazingly well as well. But the people came first. And if you look at the, the absolute destruction of the last year of cycling New Zealand and um, and everything that's happened, uh, it's the character of the athletes that has really shone through at the Commonwealth Games. And, you know, they're resilient, um, courageous people who have dealt with some, you know, some really nasty stuff over the last 12 months, especially the, the women um, in this front group. Uh, and they've come through it just like phenomenally well. You, you, I think you know we should be just so proud of them uh, for what the, for what they've achieved in the in the situation that they've had to endure. John, is there scope for for further development for for further? Um, uh, for further numbers, I'm so, I mean, uh, another velodrome somewhere. I know Cambridge is the hub at, at this point, but uh, could we build more facilities? Would we get better as a result of that, or are we doing just fine with what we've got? Yeah, it's a really interesting question, Smithy. Um, it's, it's interesting. Like I'm, I'm actually, believe it or not, working for the Australian Cycling at the moment, and I'm, um, I'm the QAS Queensland coach for the development athletes, the younger athletes. I won't coach any elite athletes, especially won't coach anyone that's going to come up against the least anytime, anytime soon. Because um, <laughs> that, would, that would sort of really compromise my integrity. But um, it's interesting to see what's happening there and the challenges that they've got and then look at the New Zealand situation. Um, in New Zealand, we have some absolutely fantastic people at club level um, right through the country. Like Canterbury is you know, an absolute powerhouse of um, track cycling and, and always has been um, right since I, I was a kid in the um, in, in the eighties and well before that. And uh, you know, Southland's Southland's really great and solid. They've got the indoor velodrome. You know, Auckland's always produced a lot of talent. You know, with numbers, and then um, the, the velodrome in Cambridge is, is doing really nicely. But um, to my mind, you know, I am a Canterbury and, and maybe a little bit one-eyed, but. Um, you know, Canterbury could really do with an indoor velodrome, and uh, and if they did, the combination of the people and knowledge and experience, the passion that they've got here, plus the racing programs that they that they run, the combination of that with an indoor facility, even just a basic training facility, um, I think you could do something really, really special. In Australia, they are really struggling. They don't have anything like what they've got, in, especially in Canterbury, even in or South and or Cambridge. Um, so, with the Olympics in 2032, you know, 10, 10 years away in Brisbane, just across the ditch, um, if New Zealand sorts itself um, out, <laughs> New Zealand sorts itself out, um, there is a massive opportunity to, to leverage, you know, this and um, do something quite special, but. I, th- I think some facilities would, in Canterbury, would help um, and just support of all those, you know, all those volunteers and those people that don't get paid and make it all tick. And um, you know, they're the real heroes here because they've helped these athletes, you know, get where they've got to. John, honesty time now. Uh, when she was denied the silver medal, and uh, I'm a, a father as well, and not a father of uh, of a gold medal winner, uh, but I'd have been a bit terse and surly. Uh, how, how did you regard uh, the fact that you know she uh, she was punished for punished for basically helping out and putting her priorities uh, of her main events first? I, I, a lot of people can't quite grasp that concept. I'm, I'm 
you know, I, I'm honest with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've, I've seen some really interesting comments online, you know, about about that. And, um, you know, cycling is ruled by the govern, governing body as, uh, you know, the UCI. Um, and they've got some really wacky rules, to be honest, um, Smithy. And they, they fine you for all sorts of things, um, including maybe, you know, not wearing, you know, only wearing a T-shirt while you're warming up in the middle and showing too much skin. Something like that. <laughs> if your socks are too long, there's some really strange stuff in there. But um, not not turning not turning up to um, a medal ceremony is a is a big no no in their book. Um, but at least the coaching staff knew that would happen. Um, uh, Elise's priority was always was the team sprint because they were a real chance for gold, and that was the most important thing. The girls, you know, the girls. Uh, and the team's pursuit, that was an amazing ride for three of them to, to finish with a silver medal and ride as fast as they did with three quarters of a team. Um, unreal performance, actually. Um, but they were never going to win. So, you know, the, 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 the emphasis always had to be on front. And I think, you know, Elise being Elise, um, she, there would have been a part of her that felt like she didn't deserve that medal, like that silver medal, all she did is helped her teammates get to the start line and, and do their thing, which they did so well, and um, that's just, it's a mark of Elise's character you know, that's who she is, she would never have wanted to stand by and watch her teammates not race when she could have helped them, you know, without really doing too much damage to her own chances um, if, John, if it turned out the other way with a team sprint, it might, we might be having a different conversation. But. Yeah, I was just going to say you've, uh, you've you're pretty mild about the whole deal, but you're very proud. I can hear it in your voice, uh, and congratulations to to mum and dad uh, and to uh, Elise. Uh, absolutely brilliant, mate. Made a, made the whole country proud. S- yeah, sincere, sincere, sincere congratulations. Thank you very much, and thanks for your time again. Awesome. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.